Hello, and welcome to Three Boys in a Pod, episode five. Um, we got a lot of really cool stuff today, something we've never done before on the podcast. Very hyped for that. Um, we have our first, our first ever guest on the pod. He's a great friend of ours, one of the best cross-country athletes, track athletes to grace the state, smartest person I've ever known, on the verge of curing cancer, um, solved world hunger like four years ago. I mean, the list just goes on. Um, Blake, welcome to the pod. Yeah! Yeah! Thank you, David. That, uh, very flattering introduction. I'm not going to say it's all true, but I am, I am honored to be here. So thanks for having me on the pod. Um, I was made aware to me that you had some thoughts about the animal debate that went on last episode. Yeah. So I kind of, I listened, I molded over and, um, Dave, you had the worst pick I have ever heard. That was horrible. Thank Thank you. um, Before I get too far into it, I, I got some clarifying questions. So, so like the gun. It's a 30-odd-6 hunting rifle, right? That's what you guys uh, decided? Lever action with a scope, yes. Okay, which is, like, that's like one shot, and then you gotta cock it, and then you get like six yeah. shots, and then you, right. I think um, that that's a huge part of this whole debate, is what kind of gun that guy has. And with a 30-odd-6, the Falcons are gonna just take that guy out it's not even going to be a competition blake's like, on team falcon let's go yeah what Shut about up. the gorillas though what about the gorillas blake you're forgetting about his, yeah, the gorillas his gorilla snap strategy that's so dumb there's 50 <laughs> of you he's got two hands like sure he'll get two and then get his eyes pecked out by two other ones like so cool. so my first pick was the falcons second pick was the gorillas Third pick is one I'm really struggling with because I think the Bulls, I think the Bulls have to be my third pick. Why? They're just, they're tanks, dude. Have you ever? I don't know. They have no defense, the, though. They got the horns. Yeah, but hey, one I'm, I'm on board with this. I'm on board. I can get behind this. So, basically, we're, we're mainly on the same page here, Blake. We got, we right, got the Falcons. Right, yeah. We got the gorillas. We've already agree- agreed. Mon- monkey is undefeated. So yeah, that's true. I, I understand. Like, I could go bears or bulls either way. So this, I have no problem. With this. Yeah, I just went like process of elimination on the rest of them because not the hunter. That's stupid. The rats. I, I don't. It's tempting, but I don't. I don't think so. Um, we kind of established Dave. Dave could kill a hundred rats, I guess. So it can't be that. <laughs> yeah, well, you, need... you know, you know what, Blake? This this is probably going to be the only appearance you're going to make if you're going to keep freaking roasting me. <laughs> God damn! Like this is a one time thing at this point. I haven't even gotten to your pick of the wolves, which I think is the worst pick you made. I like you suck. You... No, I'm going to kick you off this <laughs> stupid thing. <laughs> okay, I I have my own reasoning behind it though. Have you ever seen like Planet Earth? You know. When they inevitably oh, yeah. get to the wolf bit here. of the episode, I, whenever they show the wolves, have you seen how they hunt? They target one animal, track it down, and eat it for like three weeks. 
15 wolves all tracking down one and it's just not they're they're not the right hunters for this kind of a job and you're clearly not the right guest you know blake though yeah before you start tearing into us let's just i don't understand how you could pick bulls over bears or crocodiles like both of them are just more tankish also like your bulls they got strong defense on the charge but like once they run out of energy their whole flanks and back are like exposed to every other animal yeah i just don't think there's enough bears i don't think there's enough lions and i I really don't like the crocodiles that's the correct opinion what crocodiles are one of the worst why don't you like them what do you mean you just don't like them well, Ethan, your strategy with them is horrible. You're just going to hide underneath one? How is that, yeah. <laughs> how is that feasible? My bear digs a little hole. I crawl oh my in. God. Crocodile seals me in. Um, we're not, it's just we are, we're gonna go sits down over the hole. hole. This is, we're going to be too far gone. I, we, have, we have got to talk about other things. Blake is wrong. Uh, we can leave it at that. But Everybody's wrong. I, my but, vote is uh, me number one, uh, Blake number two, since we're pretty much doing you. the same thing. Team Falcon is undefeated. Ethan number three, he can like die in his alligator hole or whatever. I'm not going to die. Me. It's I'm and like <laughs> Dave, totally Dave is obviously the worst. He'll just be clinging to his, his man-made technology, the gun, and then be... <laughs> Destroyed by the animal kingdom. That's what's going to happen. There's a reason wow. why humans that's an are interesting at the top ranking, of the food Sean. chain. I'm surprised you put me in third. That kind of hurts my heart a little bit. I would say David. I would say me first, Sean second, Blake third, then David. <laughs> David is unanimously <laughs> on the bottom. Last. Whatever. Last. You're afraid of what you don't understand. Okay. I feel like we should get into <laughs> WandaVision because we totally didn't talk about it last episode. Yes! Sean, yes! yeah, a huge bit. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Oh my god. Spoiler alert. But come on. The Hail Mary theory. Can we take a victory lap here? Oh my no, gosh. Sean, it works. A well deserved victory. Let's lap. see a little jog around um, the room. Do it. You ca- earned it. Call man. me Aaron Rodgers because I was dropping dimes into the end zone from sixty yards out, you know. I can't confirm I'm doing a lap in my room right now, celebrating. I can second okay. that. He's running around. <laughs> the Hail Mary theory was 100% true. I was really doubting it. I was doubting it there. I was like, they're not going to do this. They're not going to do it with, what, two episodes left now? They're like, not going to pull a fast one on us like that. But they did, you know. They were right. I read the signs. I knew it was coming. And, okay, apparently, apparently some other internet sleuth figured that out a while ago, but you heard it here first on, on the Three Boys in a Pod podcast. Please. Sean, would you like to explain what the Hail Mary theory is for our listeners that probably have forgotten? The, the Hail Mary theory, um, you can check it out, I believe, in episode three was its uh, inception. Uh, but was the idea that Agnes, the neighbor who's always uh, butting in on everything, could in fact be a player, kind of a magical user herself, really pulling the strings. As you'll notice, uh, is it Ralph? Is that his name? The, the co-worker of Vision, he, he checks in on his brain or whatever, and he goes, uh, why is she doing this? It hurts so much. But he never says, like, 
Scarlet Witch or Wanda or anything. So it was left ambiguous. And then there are just other signs. She was always around. And as you can see at the end of the episode, it's revealed that she, like, I don't know, kidnapped Wanda's kids and is now going to, like, take control of Wanda's brain like Wanda does with other people, you know? That was in the other Marvel movies, you know? Uh, yeah. The Hail Mary theory was 100% successful. And now I can just rest on my laurels here and not analyze anything else ever again. One thing about the WandaVision episode, the song at the end slapped. That It was so good. I enjoyed the, um, the Agatha song. Really? Yeah, you didn't like it? I thought it was a, a bit corny. Tacky. Very tacky. Yeah, yeah, it's a little tacky. I think it was meant to be that way though. Um so like what do we what do we think is gonna happen next episode now that this like big dime big reveal happened in, in the previous episode? I don't Blake, know. Thoughts? I got no idea. Honestly So kinda jumping back, Ethan, is the Agatha hack Hackbarth, is that her name? Something, Something like, like that. that. Hackness. Um, is she like a comic book character? Um, according to Internet Sleuths, I think Sean actually knows more about this than me, but she's like also a witch with similar powers to um, Scarlet Witch, and she like in the comics maybe taught Scarlet Witch. Sean, do you have that scoop? Yeah, yeah. Agatha Harkness, like does magic too, but it's purple magic as we saw in the episode instead of uh, scarlet magic, as it were. This is just the colors, not the terminology of the magic, but yeah, kind of taught Scarlet Witch in the comic universe. I don't know. There's obviously some age differences that aren't matching up here unless they're just going to like do one of those like turn her really old like all of a sudden <clears> and like, you know. I kind of feel that like they probably will stuff. do that. I, um, I don't know. Catherine Hahn's pretty young. Yeah. You just point? What? I Well, I, I didn't know that she was a comic book character. I kind of thought it was just like, you know what this needs? Another witch. Give her witch powers. She is a witch. She's the real bad guy. Don't worry, Scarlet Witch. We're cutting you some slack. We know that you're the hero. You're just guilty. Or I, I, I was kind of disappointed. Um, you know that... I think the whole giving Rambo superpowers thing is kind of weird too. Like how she's hey, just getting superpowers. Too. Yeah. But I, you know, I think, uh, the witch thing could have happened like exactly how you said, like they could have been like, you know, let's put in another witch. And then they just had their nerd, like run, run to the comic book store and look up if there was another <laughs> witch in the universe, you know? Um, I think one interesting point we haven't talked about yet is Quicksilver. I kind of think he's maybe going to come back. I know he was maybe controlled by Agnes in the last episode. That was left a little ambiguous. But I wonder if he is now going to team up with... um, What's the name of that lady that recently got superpowers? Monica Rambo. Yeah, I wonder if he's going to team up with Monica to somehow like intervene and save Scarlet Witch now. Well, did you um, cool. watch the after credits scene, mm-hmm. mid credits scene? Did you see that? Uh, I did, but can you refresh me on what happened? Well, Monica is like digging like under a house. She opens like a storm cellar or something, uh, maybe looking for for Wanda, and then uh, Quicksilver, whoever he is, like pops up on her and he's like, "What did what did he say, Dave? Do you remember?" 
Um, it was, no, I don't. It was something quirky though. Something a little something along the lines of "gotcha." Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he says "gotcha," and then roll credits. Yeah, it fades to black. Oh. Yeah, I do remember that now. I thought it was something more along the lines of like "why you snooping?" Though, like, I don't. It, yes, it, it was, was still ambiguous to me. It was still ambiguous to me if he was um of a villain or a hero still. Um, this isn't. Uh, really related, but I see um, Ethan Spider-Man thing in the back and we're talking about Marvel. Apparently they just released, like, I saw this on Vulture. They just um, released the title for the uh, new Spider-Man movie, or what it's supposed to be. Um, it's supposed to be No Way Home. So I just saw that as we were, like, prepping for I this. I actually saw, I saw an article yeah. as well where all of the actors, like, prominent actors in the movie like, fake released the title. Um, they're giving different they titles. Were, yeah, That's supposed they were to be all, the like, one, funny. Though, according to Vulture. Well, yeah, but the what were the actor ones? Blake, can you help me remember? One of them was um, um, Home Wrecker. Home Wrecker. Home Slice was another. Yeah. Home Slice was the other one, yeah. I uh, can't phone remember the home. third. That was the Phone e Home. Phone Home. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think that's a good title. Like, uh, they're trying to bring in like Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, right? Like that. Like, does he get caught in an extra dimension? That would be that would oh. connect to the title really well. I'm pretty sure those characters are already casted, so I think for sure mm -hmm. they will. I don't it's know. For sure. It's kind of questionable. It seems like it all got leaked out, and they're kind of trying to walk it back. Like, uh, Tom Holland said, like how this was the craziest. Uh, movie he's ever done or the most ambitious superhero movie ever and then he's like walked it back more and like said it's gonna be cool or or something and <laughs> if those guys are on board he doesn't know about it but it would be crazy if they snuck that past him or something like yeah I but we, we all know tom holland like is terrible at keeping secrets so maybe he wasn't supposed to be so excited right away and then they were like whoa you gotta you gotta tone it down so now Took he's coming out and being like oh maybe it's not gonna be good guys you know they took him into a dark room and they yeah. turned the heat lamp on him and said you gotta cool it son You're going too, <laughs> too fast too quick yeah. they told him to cool it under the heat lamp we're making a mediocre <laughs> third movie okay come on man nobody's gonna want to see this that's yeah. what you gotta say to him. I'm um, also, so excited for that. It will definitely be interesting to see to what extent the other um, actors are gonna play like a role in the movie. Like, I wonder if he's gonna like hop through a portal and see Andrew Garfield fighting a villain and then like leave immediately. So it's gonna be like more a cameo, or if they're gonna be like integral characters. I think it'd be it, better if they were integral. Like, I want, I, would, I want, I want lines. Yeah, I would definitely take some integral Andrew Garfield um, action. Uh, for those that don't know, I'm a proponent of Andrew Garfield as best Spider-Man actor. It is a Ethan, very unwidely, right now. It is a very uh, not accepted opinion, but it is mine. It's wrong. Uh, he was good. That's, that's probably why. I, like, I, I don't think he's my favorite. Tom Holland takes the cake. He's the best Spider-Man. But Andrew Tom Garfield, Holland, is he was good, too. Yeah, Tom Holland definitely grew on me in the second movie. The first movie, I wasn't so sure, but he definitely performed very well in the second movie. And then uh, I think we can all agree, Tobey Maguire, pretty great Peter Parker character, but probably not the best Spider-Man. 
I don't know. I don't know. When, when, in third movie, when he's walking downtown, spinning around, boogieing. Uh, I kind of forget about the third movie. Everywhere. Like, we can't give that one any credit if we want to give, you know, um, him like any props. It was I just, just giving okay. us think. derp face and, and pizza time. <laughs> Come on. Toby pizza McGuire. time is like from the first one, I think. That's the second one. I'm going to put some second. dirt in your eye, kind of. The second <laughs> Spider-Man movie is is very good. The original Spider-Man. I just think, like, Maguire. personally speaking, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire did too much crying. It was There's too much crying for a Spider-Man You movie. always bring and up Tom this Holland point, doesn't? and yet... Tom yeah, Holland totally doesn't. Even... Tom Holland doesn't cry at all as Peter Parker. It's so annoying. Spider-Man's I... supposed to be, like, more upbeat than that. It's just Stop so being... strange to me that that's the scenes you remember from each Spider-Man movie are the crying <laughs> scenes. Like, what are you there Because they stick out like for? a sore thumb. I don't know. It's just strange to me. Tom Holland like, has cried all the say? time. Spider-Man, yeah, is supposed to he be a vulnerable character. Like, Spider-Man's a not, a, yeah, not a character that knows what's going on. He's just, you know, he's got the superpowers and he's got to use them because Uncle Ben says, you know? He's, he's too a, emotional all the time. He okay, needs to first chill. movie, like the he's building falls on him. Child. <laughs> I didn't cry that much. Not enough first movie, the building, the building falls on him, and he's like whining under there. Maybe there's not tears, but you know he's crying on the inside. Okay, uh, in Infinity War. Okay, spoilers if you haven't seen Infinity War yet. But come it's on. been out for years. You're that. fine. Okay. You're fine. But right before everybody gets gets dusted. Oh my gosh, Peter Parker crying like a little ba- baby in there. Like, he's about to go, cry. Stark? Yeah, he doesn't cry. He's about to, though. He dies. Oh, he's about yeah. to cry, and then he gets that's what makes snapped. Those, that's what makes him a better Spider-Man. I don't know. He knows this, when to cut it. This seems kind of toxically masculine to me. No, To, to say not. that characters, like, like, they... If they cry, they're bad. I don't know. I'm not... No, let me, let me clarify my position. I am okay, like... If Iron Man or like Captain America, if they want to cry, that's fine. But what what Peter what <laughs> Peter Parker in the Andrew Garfield Spider Man movies did was cry all the freaking time. Okay, he was he always he was always can got you tears name eyes, like three put, scenes where he cries? I can't even remember the, one. Basically, all the time. Doesn't he cry <laughs> at his <laughs> uncle's funeral? Is is he not allowed <laughs> to cry there? Like I, no, I can't think of cries, another. No, Spider-Man is supposed to be funny movies, and and Peter Parker, especially with Andrew Garfield, was always moody and emotional, and it was really annoying. Into oh the Spider-Verse goodness. is a fantastic example of a great, like obviously that's Miles Morales, so good. But like he's like he balances the emotional sides fine, but he's not a freaking crybaby throughout the entire movie like Andrew Garfield was. So always you, tears. I'm sorry, his uncle was crazy. murdered. Gosh. You're saying all his girlfriend died too. <laughs> yeah, all heroes, all heroes need to hide their uh, emotions with over the top humor. At this all is time. not looking good for you. That's what Spider Man needs to do. Can he just feel his feelings sometimes? Yeah, dude? his girlfriend's dad died. I'm sorry. Yeah, so many people died anymore. in the Andrew Garfield like series. Yeah, his friend is, goes yeah. nuts. That's bad writing. I'm sorry. That's too. Those, that's why those only got two movies and never a third. Okay, the second they one was pretty moody. garbage. The second no one, one asked for a moody Spider-Man. I'm sorry, I don't want that. Jamie Foxx was very good. I really he was very Jamie good. Fox's but Electro. No, I don't like how they animated him. But like Jamie Foxx acting in the part, very good. I, I liked, liked it. I was a fan. He like 
gets his superpowers and suddenly like the gap with his teeth like fixes itself and and stuff like that like what what it's just i didn't I even notice it's electrical like sean it's electrical yeah. that's <laughs> kind of happens. it's physics sean <laughs> i was My too bad. busy watching, watching andrew garfield cry to notice that <laughs> too busy oh freaking watching him little cry baby tears you the know, thing I will say about Spider-Man is I've never seen a Spider-Man movie where they've successfully juggled multiple villains. So I don't know if they're going to try. It kind of seems like they're going to try that because there's been multiple villains cast in the next Spider-Man. Um, so that'll be interesting because, you know, the downfall of the other two series were when they tried to juggle multiple villains like Green Goblin and Electro and Amazing Spider-Man 2 and yep. um, Sandman, Venom. And a, there wasn't there a third in... Um, yeah, there uh, was. The Spider-Man Didn't... 3? Well, the the real downfall was for The Amazing Spider-Man 2 with uh, Andrew Garfield was a villain you even forgot to mention, Paul Giamatti as the Rhino with the uh, worst yeah. like, on-screen accent I've ever heard. <laughs> it was like, a little overdone. When you think Rhino, who's like supposed to be this big, hulking, unstoppable character, what do we think? Ah, tubby little... Paul Giamatti, who plays like a real estate agent or something on commercials now. I just, it was a misstep for sure. Yeah, that was strange. <laughs> I did forget about that. Yeah, you're right so about the funny. too many villains thing, though. Like, that's what happened in Spider-Man 3. Like, if they, I don't know, though. But here's the thing. Spider-Verse pulled it off. Spider-Verse did a good job of that. There was Predator, there was Doc Ock, and Kingpin. Like they got three in there, and they it did was Predator. Predator was uh, really uh, Miles Morales' uncle. Prowler. 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 That's that, it's so much more like Kingpin, and then he's got his little minions who happen to be like Scorpion and Prowler and Doc Ock. Like, yeah, that's true. it seems like it's much more Kingpin and others than it is all of them mm-hmm. together. Because they didn't really tell the backstory on the other villains, except mm-hmm. for Crowler, but they told it for Kingpin. And I think well, that's Doc the right Ock approach. Did she? Doc Ock was a little fleshed out. I don't know. You kind of just run into her in the lab, and she's like, oh, I'm a scientist, and I have these rubber arms, arms and stuff. <laughs> and she's really interested in the multiverse or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I suppose. But I like that setup because then you can go back later to those characters and like give them more backstory, but mm-hmm. like you don't need to try and shove it all in right away. Can we can we take a moment to appreciate though that uh, Spider-Man 3 for all of its faults had an amazing scene when Sandman turns into the Sandman or whatnot. It's a pretty good scene. He just like it's fall a into scene. a big pile of sand. That's like, that that is true. That is if you really boil it down, that is what happens. Yeah, pretty much. Sand. But the like animation there, the sand looks pretty great. Whatever simulation they use, the VFX artists, shout out to them. Don't get much credit. But then he's like looking at the little locket of his like family with like his daughter and he's lost everything and he's just he's sand now. That like that hits you. Hits it you in it the hit hard, yeah. I I would want to be sand. Yeah, yeah. I was Toby hitting Maguire. until you said that he's sand now. Like that. He's that kind of like enough. makes it <laughs> The the Toby Maguire Spider Man movies have like pretty emotionally charged um, villains, I would say, and I I think Sandman was a good like villain and a good pick for that third movie. But Venom is where they lost me. Like 
He did not need Sentient to be in there. Sentient sand guy. Nice. I like that. <laughs> Where's his brain? Like, how does that work? Like, if he's just grains of sand. His brain like, is I'm... sand, too. Yeah. How does that work? <laughs> I don't know, dude. doesn't need to work. <laughs> does I he have know. hair, too? Like, how does yes. he have hair if he's made out of I sand? Want, I want Sentient Sand Guy explained to me. I want to know how he's got a brain still. Did you know that in the comics, there's also a character called Hydro Man, which is the exact same as Sandman, except it's with water instead of sand. And at one point, they combine and become Mud Man. Mud Man. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Why don't we get to get Mud Man in a Marvel movie? Come on. Yeah, we really need him. And then Mud I think Man. they both die because like, Venom bites them or something while they're Mud Man. Venom is so cool. <laughs> And they just die because <laughs> he has like a poisonous bite or something. I don't know. It was a strange comic. Are we? Who's excited another... for the Morbius movie though? Oh, nobody. Hey-o, speaking of nobody. Venom. <laughs> I'm slightly Sony excited sh- for the second Venom, but not Morbius. Sony should be able to make their own like superhero movies and stuff like that because I don't like the Disney monopoly. But like, I guess Venom was a step in the right direction. But like. I didn't even see it, but what what is more, what are we doing giving Jared Leto another role after what he did for the Joker? Do you guys remember seeing Suicide Squad and just being yeah. so disappointed? Yeah, I remember well, trying to rationalize is, it. I remember being like, I no, remember being no, like, there were some parts yeah. I liked. Yeah, like the action was, was good. Like that was, it was <laughs> exciting. I feel like I was excited about watching this most of the time, but then like you start thinking about it more, and you're like. What what the hell just happened? What was the, what was the plot? <laughs> the witch lady was doing something, I guess. I I really yeah. don't know. And then well, bubblehead guys. guys. Oh, I yeah. forgot about guys, that too. What? Do you guys remember like the Snyder cut that that's coming out soon? I'm so excited. Jared Leto. Oh my god. Jared Leto filmed more scenes for no. the Snyder cut, so he's gonna Stop. be in it. <laughs> so for you guys I, who are Jared Leto uh, Joker haters there's more to come also they're doing a new Suicide Squad I'm sure he might end up in that as well I yeah. thought that was what Birds of Prey no or was that something different, no. or something different? they're doing they're, like it's they're like, like kind of rebooting soft rebooting it's like a soft reboot I'm pretty sure like it's yeah. like keeping some of the same characters but they're getting rid of Polka Dot Man is here Get everyone get hyped for that first off. I'm kind of like, excited ooh. about that. They added a lot of characters that like sound useless, but it's so that they can kill them off, which is good because like when you're in these situations where you like, you know, this group of ragtag heroes is fighting like these monstrous villains. So some people gotta die for it to be realistic. Yeah. So yeah. polka dot man, po- I'm okay with man. him getting sacrificed. Yeah. I feel like Boomer Boomerang dude or whatever his name Captain was. Boomerang. That dude could have taken the axe and the other one too. But this one's yeah. directed by James Gunn, who did Guardians of the Galaxy. So yeah, that's should be best movie Rogers. ever. That's yeah, I trust one. him with favorite movie. Favorite movie, Guardians of the Galaxy. For the listeners. I'm probably not going to come back for another episode after I trashed David's animal <laughs> choosing. But in case you're wondering, favorite movie is Guardians of the Galaxy. Nice. Uh, did I'm you excited. Yeah. Birds of Prey? No. No. I want it's to. It's terrible. I watched... Really? That's the, like, it's the only movie that I've ever been in a movie theater and been like, I want to leave. Like, I don't even want to finish this. <laughs> I, I don't this know, This is Ethan. wasting my time. We saw Pitch Perfect three together, and I feel like that. Oh, was, I saw that. Was pretty bad. 
It was pretty bad, but like, I don't know. There was Ewan more McGregor's nostalgia it, there, though. I guess. What about you and McGregor? McGregor's in Birds of Prey. Oh, in Birds yeah. of Prey, he is. I totally forgot because it's such a forgettable, terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his part wasn't bad, but the plot was just not there. What was his character? What was he? Black he was Mask. Like a, I think he was like a yeah, kind of like a mob leader. Oh, cool. That's how I felt about Wonder Woman 2. The plot was just nowhere. Like, what happened in That's that what movie? I've heard. Uh, D- Dave, what are you talking about? We love Wonder Woman and everything no. she stands for. That's a bad I actually, movie. I'm I enjoyed, not afraid to say it. I enjoyed the second Wonder Woman movie. Didn't you like Pedro Pascal's part? No, I, it was so stupid. He was like the worst part of that movie. His villain really? was awful. What was the wishing? It's- that was so flimsy. People are people are very divided on this movie. You know, I didn't think it was that bad, but um, my sister like tore it apart very similarly to how Dave is right now. I will say though, the cheetah animation was bad. That was really bad. Like the cheetah character was fine, but the animation was not there. I don't like. Okay, like I get it. Like obviously, oh, spoiler alerts. Um, but like it was. Like, I just didn't understand, like, no villain in that movie felt like they had a real, like, motivating factor. Like, it was just, like, getting rich, kind of, but then, like, it's through wishes, and then the conclusion, the climax of the movie was awful. Oh, my God. Like, everyone renounced their wish. Everyone? Like, no one decided to keep it? I'm sorry. I think think that that's, like, I kind of agree there, but I think it's left, like up in the air kind of if everybody did renounce their wishes or not because i'm they might like dc universe might use this um movie as an excuse to give other people superpowers like people that didn't renounce their wish are still like superpowered you know so i don't know it'll be interesting but the ending was a little out there i agree okay, okay i'm just gonna throw in my two cents never watched it but when i saw chris pine came back in the trailers i was like this is gonna be a horrible movie like he is dead <laughs> dead he can't just come back like forty years later. Like, hey guys, like, no, that, yeah. I don't think you can do that in a movie. Did they pull it, it off? In, Was it okay? They pulled Did it they... off better than like, I would say. I don't know. Bringing back the character, what to me was a misstep, but they they did it right, like the way they did it, because it was Wonder Woman's wish. Yeah, I'll agree so. with that. I agree with that. They did it as. They brought that part was probably the best done part of the movie. Yeah, Sean, you got something? Uh, I was just gonna say we've been talking about we've been nerding out for quite a while now. Do we want to move on to some <laughs> some current events? <laughs> sure, sure, Sean. Uh, I just got an article popped up that said there was a puppy born with six legs and was considered a miracle birth. Can we Would go back? Uh, to this is a puppy with what? six what? legs. Wait, where are the legs coming from? I think like, it's kind of like two. It's like an insect. <laughs> like I don't know. I'm <laughs> imagining two yes. in front, two in the middle, two in the back. Spider dog. No, you. that would need a <laughs> spider dog. Scorpion dog. That it's got three legs on the right side of its body, two legs on the left side, and one coming out of its forehead, and it's just this <laughs> abomination. <laughs> I got I got a picture right now and it looks it looks weird. Was I wrong? Uh, oh. I have a leg on his forehead, forehead leg. Sadly. <laughs> okay, okay. 
I'm I'm seeing like it kind of just looks like it has two back legs, hind legs. As but the back legs don't look like they're facing the right direction. Is this I seriously what this podcast has become? Is this where I we hope are? That are this we this low? Dog oh. survives, but what do you mean this low? This is hard hitting news day. It's yeah, six legged dog. Come on, like we were talking about Marvel. And we got oh no my transition six legged dog. What the we hell? We gotta diversify. Where is your empathy? Here. Is this no, this is not the Dave doesn't have empathy <laughs> episode. Okay, that's not what this is. That's what it's turning into here. Yeah. You're doing this to yourself. Hates crying Spider Man, hates six legged <laughs> miracle dog. Hates my As animal. As a podcast picks. topic, yes. <laughs> Well, Dave, Dave, what do you got? What do you want to talk about, okay? Or we'll go back no. to the dogs. Well, let's hear it. Let's hear it, big <laughs> guy. What do you, what you got? It's Blake's episode. It's He's a guest. Like, oh, I feel like we should be deferring to him. Deflecting the blame. I no, see I'm, how it is. What, making our guest feel welcome, Sean. This is our place. Like, let's invite him in and make him feel like he's a part of this. Blake, talk. I am. What better way to make him feel welcome than putting him Sean, on the spot to carry all oh, yeah. I apologize. Sean, what, a, what a terrible guest. <laughs> Blake, go. Talk about whatever. Well, I was kind of hoping you guys would have some stuff planned out, and I'd just be able to drop some commentary here and there, like a like a guest. Not like I'm running the show. Like, <laughs> oh, Blake, thanks for coming on. We we got nothing. So we figured you'd just take over completely. Oh, no. Dave, that's... <laughs> We're going to have to edit got, this out. He just made us look this. really bad. No, <laughs> I didn't no, prepare this for this. No, it. no. Ethan, Sean, you guys are you guys are fine. It's Dave. Dave. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you gave him. You guys gave him too much power. Hopefully, you can learn from this and just like this is. Dave no, this is, is all getting cut. This is all ending up on the cutting yeah. room floor. We're cutting, yeah. we're cutting six legged dog. We're cutting all of this. Um, I well, like do six we have a dog? Okay, yeah, six legged dog was that was a good transition, Sean. <laughs> do we have? Um, I was do we fan. have listener questions? Ooh, do we? Do we? I don't know. I'm I'm ever... not a part of this podcast anymore. I've just I'm just. I'll let you guys do whatever you <laughs> You're want. You're supposed to be the social media manager. Oh my gosh! No, I've retired. I'm done. <laughs> I'm gonna take Kenny and leave. Okay, uh, I'm on, I've, I've got our TikTok pulled up right now, and we've got one question from Mister Nerf Guy seventy six, uh, who has uh, a profile picture of. Guy Guy Fietti, um, saying, asking, "Hey, you guys should invite Rush Limbaugh uh, to your show." Um, we can't talk I, about this. Well, you know, like Ken, yeah, he's dead. I, like, I'm just gonna say, yeah, I I don't think we can to answer your your <laughs> question simply, um, as he is now dead. Uh, any uh, any other questions we want to answer here? It feels like we're gloating. What the hell? This is. Oh I'm just answering. Answer. The people want to know, and I'm giving them Fine. the facts. We are not going to have a Rush Limbaugh on the ship. <laughs> what the hell? Okay. Yeah, these questions. Uh, whoever asked these questions, I'm sorry, but half of them are stupid. Ask better questions. Whoa, we can't out our fans like that. <laughs> I this demand. Is, we listeners. don't have any questions to begin with. I need to post more TikToks. That's on me. I, I'm failing as a social media manager. I have not created an empire. All right. Should I? Should we ask an apocalypse question? Yes. Sounds good. All right. So, a topic 
often brought up on cross-country runs was how would you survive blank? So we're thinking about uh, testing this out as a new um, segment of the show where we, you know, one of us says, how would we survive blank? And then the rest of us fill in, you know, how we as a group would be able to live through this catastrophe. So, you know, we got to start with the classics. We got to start with the good ones. So we're just going to lead off with... um, what would be our survival strategy um, for surviving a zombie apocalypse? And before you ask, I'll just I'll just tell you right away. These are slow zombies. We'll do fast zombies later. Slow zombies, uh, you know, move slow, gather in groups. Not super smart, but hardy. Okay. Um, I feel like the most important thing to discuss first is like fashion in this case because like. Half of the fun of being in an apocalypse is getting to dress like you're in an apocalypse. So, like, this I think my like my zombie apocalypse outfit would be like, I think my I think Levi's. I think those are pretty sturdy. And then combat boots. That's imp- I don't know where I'm gonna get them, but I want combat boots. And then like a right, death right. metal T-shirt, like a death metal band. Yep. And Maybe then like a little bit. Oh, for sure. Like I'm. I want it to look like a zombie got a hold of me a little bit. So, like, I'll cut those marks in for, like, I'll, I'll admit this is a little bit of fake fashion. Um, and then, like, I'm not, I haven't decided if I want, like, a denim jacket over that or more of, like, an olive green tight military beat. Um, and then a baseball bat. That's my weapon, first off. That's I, your weapon? It's gotta be tight, yes. though. He said it's that gotta it's be a baseball hardy. bat. And you want an aluminum bat. The- you want an aluminum bat. Here's why. Here's why. Because at some point in this apocalypse, okay, we're going to run out of bullets. We're going to run out of bullets, and it's going to be hard to make arrows for things. And we're going to have to play baseball to get more bullets. Exactly. (laughs) What? No. What? That's why you're going with the aluminum bats. You can just slug, hit some homers for those, get that ammo reload. Yeah. What happens when you run out of baseballs for your bat, Dave? What then? No, the base. I'm not the zombies cool. with the bat. The the baseball is not a part of this equation because you got to Like that feels like the only like good thing you have to defend yourself. Like I'd have a baseball bat and maybe a machete, but like at that point, like I'm preparing for when you guys run out of ammo, and then I'm going to be trained in like the baseball martial arts style of killing zombies. With I think I've decided denim jacket. I want a denim jacket. Denim jackets, you know, that's not. You want high movability. I mean, denim will protect you, maybe though, more than more than other materials. I don't want exposed skin. Outfit. Cause yeah, we're that's assuming a, that's that a good if the zombies point. bite you, you turn into a zombie, right? Yes. I think that goes without. What would saying. you guys do? Uh, well, I I haven't put any thought into the outfit <laughs> section. That's the most important <laughs> part. Um, I usually are you gonna look like I a usually, freaking weeb out there, like athletic I, shorts and an athletic T-shirt? Come I on, guess you're yeah. You're not gonna last a second. Oh, I don't. I was more worried about lasting than um, <laughs> the how I looked while I was doing it. But uh, the zombies um, are just gonna look at Dave and be like, "Oh, this guy's serious. He, yeah. he's prepared. <laughs> <laughs> he laid his clothes out the night before. He, he knew this was coming. I'm gonna back off." Um, I usually think about, about shelter, um, where would I hunker down, you know, where would I make my base? Um, where is Casa I, de Ethan going to be located? Yeah, and you know, that's a rough question for me, because I can't use my house, because we have a lot of, um, like, first story windows, 
So defensible? No, not at all. <laughs> but across the road lives my grandpa's um, beef cattle farm. And on this farm, there <laughs> is a cow. We had, no, a, just had a what? Had a what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh. um, but no, on this farm, um, there is a shed. And the shed um, has very little windows, very few doors, and a lot of melee weapons. So I think that's where Ooh. I would hunker down. Also, it's a farm. There's a garden. There's beef cattle. I don't know if they would survive. I don't know if the zombies would try and eat the cows. But... Um, there's food sources there, so. Zombie cows. Zombie cows. <laughs> Actually, wait, I'm sorry, can I add on to this? Sure. Like, speaking of the farm thing, what if you could, like, deck out, like, a silo? Like, what if you lived inside There are like, also silo? silos, like, right that there. Would, that Wouldn't would be that sweet. be great? Like, think about it. The like, height advantage the top, would be nice. You got a height advantage. There's no windows except for the top. You got plenty of space. If you multi-leveled that, you'd have a really great place to live. Consider exactly. this, yeah. Dave, drowning oh. in corn. <laughs> well, I think in theory the silo would be empty. Yeah. We 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 heard about this in like a fifth grade farm field trip or something. Like, oh yeah, people from time to time just like fall into the silo and suffocate in the corn and can't get out. It's like, what? That what? is a real thing. Kids like will climb up and like, play. The worst ways to go. Yeah, yeah. on the top of, of the silo, the where, like, and the corn is like packed in most places, but it's kind of like quicksand where if you step in the wrong spot, you just get sucked in, and then it's pretty deep. So if you get sucked Game down, over. there's like no way to get you out. Yeah, very Empty terrible, very the tragic. Then you're working with the like the moral debate you hear all the time in philosophy, like. Do you empty the silo to save the person but waste all the corn? Or do you let the person die yes. and save the, the harvest? Um, like, I, I, I think, this happens all I the time. Think, no. Unani- uh, unanimously, I think we would save the person. But I, the trouble the is, like, the corn doesn't easily just <laughs> exit the silo. So That's a part of the basically, thing. Like, if, is it really worth it sink deep, to empty the silo? <laughs> How are you gonna get on that corn deck, Dave? <laughs> there's no, there's no right answer. I'm just saying. I, well, you I, also, if somebody dies in the corn, you can't just leave them. You can't use Why? it, like all that because then it would ruin all the corn. Uh, would it really? Yeah, the, the human would rot. The, the corn doesn't preserve you. It's not like you don't get fossilized or anything. Okay, it, Blake, did you just say it could be fertilizer? You're not, yeah, what? It's out of the ground. It's not fertilizing anything. <laughs> I know, I know. okay? I'm just trying to... Do you? <laughs> I'm trying to make sense of the ethical debate of just leaving the person in there. Like, there's no... No, Look, you take the person out. No, it could be you or the family farm, okay? Like... That could be the grain harvest to feed the animals over the winter. And if not, the farm could go under. Like, at that point, like, what are you about? Like, you're balancing, like, probably 10 to 15 people's livelihood just, over one okay, idiot in a gorn just, in a silo. Like, what, what Well, do you let's say? not call the, the people that are dying idiots, first of all. <laughs> Normally, they they're children. Second of all, second of all, like... It's you take the corn out, but that doesn't mean that it's now useless. You can put it back in. 
on the ground. Five second rule. It came <laughs> from the ground. It came from the ground. The yeah. corn after it's had some guy and all his like <laughs> last breaths like spraying everywhere, like suffocating no. in there. Are they Probably gonna want? Not. Nobody's gonna want that. That's true. That's bad true. Corn. I think like that kind of too. FDA Usually you don't sell the corn in a in a silo. Well, you think about the business of the farm, Dave. Think about if word gets out that they just let their kid die in a corn silo because they're like, "Oh, we got to keep the farm around." That farm. Well, now they're not going to have a selling farm. anything again. Never. Whatever. This is supposed so, to be about the apocalypse. Sean's grain elevator. Yeah, let's bring it back. I don't know. That was quite a. That was quite the disturbing tangent. This isn't any worse than the time Ethan brought up how people used to be tortured by heating up metal buckets and putting a rat. That was relevant. That was relevant. That was way worse than this. And couldn't name one movie where they've done it. Fast and Furious Two. I looked it up. I had Kenny look it up afterwards. <laughs> I looked it up. I had Kenny look it up. <laughs> All right. Okay. My my apocalypse strategy. Okay. I would I would go for the biker method. I would put on my Letterman's jacket until I could get a full um, leather outfit. Okay. And then I would book it to the the grocery store and like clear out the people, the zombies that are probably in there. Uh, get some supplies and then just steal a bike and hit the open road you know either i'm gonna like tour like a around motorcycle these zombies or like are a slow. bike uh a motorcycle motorcycle okay. a chopper if you will um yeah i'm just gonna I tour won't. around the country the zombies won't get me because they're slow okay you just got the wide open road probably uh that'd be pretty fun if i get an adopt adopted by a gang like so be it we turn into cannibals uh that's par for the course at this point but my main plan is just to scope out like a good bit of land eventually and uh, settle down. I've got some experience in the organic organic farming uh, business, and I, I think we've all agreed on this before. Subsistence farming is just the way to go, you know? Yeah, I would Wait, that's my strategy. Well, Sean, if, you need, something? if you need a biker brother to come with you, I'm down for this strategy. Oh, How yeah. come Sean can be a cannibal, but I can't leave someone in a grain elevator? Because it's fair. relevant. It's relevant Sean to the debate. People. That is way worse. But to survive. <laughs> said, to survive. He said, if, like he said that wasn't in his plan. But if he had to, he'd succumb to the lifestyle. That's like, how all moral exactly. dilemmas are. I would exactly. not eat people. Worst That's comes absurd. to worst. You would eat a person... It's a bad. I'm gonna cut. No that. comment. I gotta. <laughs> no I gotta comment. Know. You, you would eat them. Blake, what what is what is your plan? I want to see your strategy here. You know, I I really haven't thought about this much. Um, for the fit, I think I'd have to go jeans. You know, they're durable, but they're um, durable, but you can still move around well in them. Um, uh, what what kind of fit? Skinny. Uh, you know, bell bottoms. I don't know. What Blue are you cut. rocking? Are you? Uh, so, what do what do the hipsters do? They cuff. Are you cuffing them? Are you cuffing the jeans? Oh, my my favorite pair of jeans that I have right now are the American Eagle Athletic jeans. Very nice. I think my mom bought them on sale. Um, they're they're not a, a great sponsor. Fit, so not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. But could, could be. be. 
Yeah. Be for you guys, right? My favorite jeans are also American Eagle. Please sponsor us. American I'm in fact Eagle. wearing American <laughs> Eagle uh, khakis right now. Wow. Ooh, see? Yeah. All right, American Eagle sponsors. Yeah, American Eagle athletic cut jeans, um, a t-shirt and flannel, you know? Flannel's durable, get too hot, take it off, get out the t-shirt, you know, zombies come back, put the flannel back on. Um, maybe I'd have to adopt like a, maybe become a hat guy. Okay, like, whatever. Like Dave, Dave's uh, rocking the, the baseball cap right now. <laughs> what is your strategy of survival, Blake? No, this is more important. Um, what, what kind of hat? <laughs> like a snap mag, kind of a hat. trucker hat? Like what? I'm not a huge fan of the trucker hat. Um, I don't know. Just just a nice hat. Not not a trucker hat. Not one of the flat brim hats. I don't like those. Like a standard baseball cap. Okay. Dad hat. Um, that's, that's a good one. Now, would you go I don't know about an elevator? No, but I think if you could get a tall structure in the middle of a field, I think that would be the way to go. Very similar um, to a you... silo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but not because we already jumped down that rabbit hole and I don't want to, I don't want to go digging for it. So a tall structure in the middle of a field, possibly a hollowed out silo with no corn in it at all. Maybe. <laughs> um <laughs> I think you'd have to have some kind of gun, sawed-off shotgun, not never a bad choice, um, and a sword, some kind of sword, maybe just a really moving, pointy piece of metal. If they're moving slow, like course, close quarters fighting shouldn't be like a real par- problem, you know? Right. Yeah, it's more just like some close quarters if you can become some... overwhelmed. Yeah, they could mob you. Which I, I think a shotgun axe. would be really good for that. Axe, axe could, was another possibility. A double-bladed axe? Come on. That would no, be that's too cool. heavy. Plus it gets stuck. You want, like, oh, right. the thing is they're really hardy, so you don't want to, like, you can beat them up, but maybe you're beating them up so you can run away, not necessarily to kill them, because, you know, if there's a mob of, like, 20, they can take a lot of hits. Right. I think I feel like you need to come up with some version of like homemade explosives at some point. Like that, I feel like that would be Malt-off. really useful. Yeah, right? Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. That'd just be fun too. Yeah, wouldn't it? You know, that's a missing aspect. Like yeah. you gotta be having fun <laughs> if you want to survive. Like you can't. It can't just be all sad, utilitarian stuff. Like we, like Sean's biker mm-hmm. gang. That would be fun. Like it'd be fun to do that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Which Sean, if there's an extra spot. Call me up. I think that sounds pretty cool. I'd do that. Dude, you're we gonna got run out of gas. Gang going I have here. to take one of those. Yeah. Sean, what are you going to do when there's no more gas, though? Um, well, motorcycles I'm expecting... are incredibly fuel efficient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really good. I'm, I'm expecting we'll uh, form some kind of uh, Mad Max society slowly. Um, the biker gang will kind of transform into a cult based around. Uh, Fossil with real spiky and, cars. Uh, maybe I'll be, Yeah, I'll be I'll be Joe Morton Sean. Uh, that's my goal here. That's my end game. Well, also if um if we do create a subsistence farm, um maybe we could learn to make our own fuel, um mm-hmm. our ethanol. So. Yep. No, we do not. We do not stand ethanol here. Okay. Yeah. We are an anti-ethanol podcast. I'm very well, yeah, in in the zombie apocalypse. No, Mother Under Earth those is very still the most important thing. Circumstances. 
Yes. You got to get by. You got to get by with what you got. Like, you know, if you got to turn corn into fuel somehow, that's what you got to do. You just have to accept it. I if the biker gang depends on it. Sean, would you, why not like cars though? Why not like find Jeeps or whatever? Because like there's no Less protection on a motorcycle. I'm not going to be you... driving a car wearing full leather, okay? It just doesn't yeah. fit, okay? Also, you got to bob and weave through all the abandoned vehicles on the road. You can't really do that in a Jeep. What if it, so you can't, but Sean, then you can't go anywhere it's snowy, okay? You can't go when it's raining super easily. Why would you? Like, yeah, you would kind of want to leave this area to begin with because... Here's the yeah. thing. Like, no, because I feel like Wisconsin would be a good place because if you guys read, did you guys read World War Z? No. no. I, well, I saw the okay. movie with Brad Pitt. Uh, the mo- oh, don't. We're not having this discussion. <laughs> that is a discussion for later because it's going to get me upset. But in that movie, in that book, which I think does a good job of approximating what like zombies would actually be like because they're slow, they also freeze in the winter because like they can't go inside and eventually they just freeze solid and then they unthaw um, in the summer. So if that held true, you could have entire winters zombie-free where you're able to like work on your shelter, do that kind of, especially in like Wisconsin where like there's going to be some rough days, but like most of the winter is fairly survivable. I think that's the way to go. I think Wisconsin's it. That's interesting. I've never heard of freezing zombies before, but also like it doesn't really help you that the zombies are frozen when you're frozen as well. Like you really have to worry about keeping yourself warm here. Mm -hmm. Well, people did that for a long time. I mean, you can build fires and stuff. And if you've got a cabin to post up in, People used to have like a life expense expectancy of like thirty two. Okay, like yeah. they were thriving back then. Yeah. <laughs> that was survival. Well, but that's what this would be too, right? Nobody would really guess, be yeah. thriving. What's your life expectancy in the zombie apocalypse? It can't be very high. Like forty. I can get sixty 40s. seventy. Regardless, I, get to 60. I think the freezing solid thing would be really helpful. I really as do. As long as it I can be. still keep my hands on the. On the wheel of a bike, or what? <laughs> Not a wheel. On the vehicle. handlebars. <laughs> handlebars. Exactly. <laughs> of a bike, I'm gonna be fine. So, the real question is, um, do you pull a Will Smith "I Am Legend" type of deal and try to do your at-home science kit and cure the virus, or do you just accept that nature has taken its course and a good portion accept of the it. population will be zombies yeah. from now? Eventually, the zombies will die out, right? Like at some point, they'd ha- they'd have to decompose. They're Either not them alive. Or you. Like what oh, happens to zombies thought. afterwards? I feel like that. that's like eventually, like they're they're, they're like living like something. At, they'll die at some point, and they can't procreate. Well, a zombie apocalypse is temporary. Yeah, it's kind of like a like a fungal explosion. You know, it's very bad for the ecosystem for a little bit, but then all the fungus dies once it consumes all the food. But also, have, it depends have you on what zombie apocalypse. covered fungal explosions, Ethan. Can you detail this a little more? Well, actually, Sean, you sent me a Ooh. podcast by Radio Lab um, oh. called "Fungus Among Us." Um, oh, that Among did Us. Detail. Among yeah. Us. <laughs> <laughs> that did detail fungal um, growth. Shout out to our uh, the pod. Our friends at Radio Lab, yeah. let's do a collab. Let's go. Yeah. WNYC Studios. <laughs> Jad from Radio Lab. Let's go. Sorry, okay. I'm very excited about Radio Lab. 
Uh, it also depends on <clears throat> another thing we would have to figure out about the zombies. Like, is it a you get bit and turn into a zombie, or is it a like any dead body turns into a zombie? Because that's how it is, like in The Walking Dead, which I find strange. But in that case, like they just kind of pop out of the ground. And World War Z, which again I think is the most accurate. You have to be like you have to come into con like you have to get like blood or something. <laughs> From a con or like saliva a from a contacted individual. So what? One of the really interesting parts of that chapter, like, so this is why this book is so good. I one of my favorite books ever. I recommend it to all of the listeners out there. It's fantastic. But like at the start of the pandemic or whatever, like the zombie pandemic, um, they're getting like so it doesn't set in right away. Like you get bit, and then like it takes a little bit of time for it to enter your system, like a normal virus would, right? Um, so at some point they're getting like organs from infected individuals who don't know it yet and they're putting them in like healthy people's bodies and then they turn oh. into zombies it's just it, the book is so great yeah like that stuff like that could happen well in the i found out the other day the movie i am i am legend is based on the book i am legend and in that one wow really the, yeah the no way the i the i am legend movie is name is based off the i am legend book I thought it was original. Okay, Dave, I don't need your sarcasm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know there was a book. No, John, movie. I didn't know there was a book. Break it down a little more for me. No, Break Dave. Break it down a little more. Have you have you read the I Am Legend book? Have you heard of this before? I really doubt it. So you can keep your sass out of my face right now. Okay? I knew about the book. I've never seen. I've never read or seen the movie, but I knew there was a book. Okay. okay in okay. the book, uh, well, the plot is uh, Will Smith in the movie is uh, like trying in his little bunker with his dog trying to cure the virus and like get things back to normal um but in in the the book uh the guy's trying to do that but then like it turns out the zombies are like smarter than he thought and they kind of just form their own society and he realizes that the earth has like reached a new stage with like a new dominant species and like he can't return humanity uh to where it was before so he accepts that like humans are gone and like these zombies are just gonna rule the earth and that's why like the name is i am legend because he's like the last of the humans which is just a legend now so he accepts that these are intelligent creatures and stuff like that and they have the right to live too so will you accept this or will you just keep blasting away at those zombies Uh, keep blasting them go down the zombies aren't intelligent in this one right yeah they're just zombies yeah they've been i am legend fungus in I Am Legend, um, there's actually an alternate ending where, like, the zombie comes down, you know. So, in the end spoilers of I Am Legend, I Am Legend, spoilers, yeah, spoilers alert. Um, he He's, like, stuck in a room against, like, there's a glass wall, there's a bunch of zombies on the other side. And, like, basically it's the end for him. But in the alternate ending, the zombies, like, come down into his basement where he's being trapped. And they just, like, grab the zombie that he had been experimenting on off of his table because he's trying to find the cure. Because apparently that's, like, the lead zombie's wife. And then the zombies just leave. Because, like, <laughs> the reason they had hated him so much was because he had just, like, he stolen one of, one of them. Yeah, abducted one of them and was, like, doing <laughs> weird experiments on her. Not cool, Will Smith. Yeah, not Gosh. cool, Will Smith. Um, the zombies in that movie are also so interesting because they're kind of vampire hybrids where they can't handle light. Um, hmm. And expert 
uh, Will Smith in that movie carries or has with him a German Shepherd dog, which I think would be yep. a strat to have a dog with yeah. you. I was just going to say that, speaking of this movie, gotta have a dog, 100%. Not Coco, yeah. though. Blake. Not your pug, dog. Oh, no. Blake. Not my but... dog. Not my pug. <laughs> Not my other dog. It would be a German Shepherd or a Husky. Um, yeah. I'd take a Springer. I'd have... I'd tell my dogs. Nah. I, I'd go my dog would not doodle. do well. I'd do Golden Doodle. Oh, really? You seen you that Sean? TikTok with that? I really... Uh, Dave, I'm about to leave the call if you keep this up, okay? I'm about to leave the call. You, you, you're defending a poodle, like half poodle dog. No, you, yeah, Golden Doodle is a great dog. What are you talking They're great about? dogs. Poodles? For a zombie apocalypse? From, from experience with like a half poodle dog owner... Poodles are vicious, man. They don't take any crap. They they are angry, vicious dogs. So angry dogs. I support that. Yeah, Dave. If you just let let me finish here, okay. <laughs> a golden doodle on TikTok. There's this dude who like rides his bike with a golden doodle like tucked into a backpack like on his back and just kind of like hangs out over his shoulders and it's the coolest thing ever. So with my I motorcycle, I would just have my golden doodle pal either in a sidecar having fun or on my back having fun and we just we'd have a good old time yes nice you'd have a cool helmet and some nice goggles it'd be great yeah. so da- there you're gonna Dave. find little golden doodle little dog okay. goggles actually that would be kind of yeah cool. yeah that'd I'd be like awesome that. okay dave is i guess anti crying anti uh <laughs> silos anti anti six-legged dog yeah <laughs> Anti, I stand anti by the golden anti six like a dog thing. That was no one needed to hear about. That's not a news story. Oh, it definitely it is. I think it was CNN reported it even. Yeah. I cannot with the state of the I world. I saw it on right Fox now, as well. There's there is a there is a pandemic. There's all kinds of stuff going on, and valuable reporters are being assigned to six like a dog coverage. I'm sorry. Like we were a once a reputable miracle. news source, and now look at us. Miracle now, both. We brought news to the people. Miracle six-legged dog. People need a little joy in their lives in this time of strife. That miracle six-legged dog. If anyone <laughs> out there knows the family that like owns the six-legged dog, uh, we'd love to have it on the show sometime. <laughs> no. Get it its own no, goggles and microphone. It would be great. Yeah, it would be great. Please no. No, I don't want that. I think that could be fun, right? Yeah, for sure. All right, we're in a little I know, I'd, I'd listen to that episode for sure. All right, I think that's all we've got to say today. It was a bit of a wild ride. Long tangents about uh, a lot of superhero uh, cinema and, I guess, fashion statements made during the apocalypse. I wonder if we'll touch on that in the future, too, but... Blake, again, thank you for being the first ever guest on the Three Boys in a Pod podcast. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. I'm happy to be here. Very fun experience. Uh, glad you like Yeah, it, I don't Blake. have anything else to say. Thanks, Blake. We appreciate it. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> okay, wow. Thanks again. Thank, thank you very much. We didn't get Dave Swear of the Pod in. Um, shit. Oh, wow. Okay, you better <laughs> cut that, that out. That yeah, was, that, that was, was not really necessary. Really no, lazy. that's saying. That we, it has to happen. <laughs> and as always, stay out of those silos, kids. 
got it in. We're good. Have a good week, everybody. Have a good week, everybody. Hope you're doing yeah. good. Yeah. Listen to our Three pod. Tell pod. your friends. Tell your friends about We're Three Boys, here. One Pod.